Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. We are bringing you some crazy new analysis. Hey, everybody. I'm Ern Mardia. Thoughts on Shanae. Thoughts on Cassidy. What's happening? Welcome back. My name is Brendan. I tweeted out last night. I'm pretty sure this sums it up perfectly. Shanae is a villain, but she's bad at being a villain. It's like the, it, like, honestly, it's the weirdest thing I don't understand. Like, I posted on our Instagram last night. This is the weirdest. I think this is a feud that I understand the least. I I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand how she chose Elizabeth. And then it's just making, it's like she's conjuring stories into thin air. Also, there was a bit of activity on Instagram last night. A debate on if eight shrimp is too much shrimp. Because a lot of people, a lot of normals were like, eight shrimp is a normal plate to make. <laughs> the, the, the the crux, I believe, of the issue with what's been popularly called shrimp gate. Yes. Is 15 shrimp for more than three people is an yeah. unacceptable amount of shrimp. Okay, it was it was 15 that she took, right? No, it was 15 total shrimp. That she took? No, that, that was cooked. Oh, that was, okay, okay. So, Wait, okay. The problem is she took half the shrimp, but the bigger problem here is that each shrimp should not be half the shrimp in a house full of women. Exactly. That's that's the thing that was like people were talking about online is they were like, um, if I eat shrimp, a normal amount of shrimp is like maybe five to eight, like for me. Yeah. So is that too much? Is like what? And then they were like, are you saying me believe that she cooked 15 shrimp for everybody? Is everybody supposed to fight over the shrimp? Because okay. I thought that she took, like, she cooked a lot of shrimp. But then I was like, that's true, though. How many would I get? Depends on the meal. But, like, then I started yeah, thinking about those, like, a lot Long of John, things. You, you know, like, Long John Silver, like, when you, like, <laughs> like the sampler platter or yeah. whatever they had. There was, like, a lot of shrimp in there. Yeah. There's a lot of things to consider. What were the other options? Were they jumbo shrimp? Were they mini shrimp? Were they popcorn shrimp? Uh, what day of the week was this? Was if this was if this was during Sarah's one-on-one -on -one date, then fifteen shrimp cooked for twenty plus women mm -hmm. is an unacceptable ratio. There and were a anything, lot of girls at the house at the time. If that, there was if, a lot of girls at the house at the time. Even if it was on a group date, you're looking at twelve women. In the house? Right. Right. So everybody's supposed to get like one piece of shrimp. <laughs> and like, that's, if I have any, I like Elizabeth a lot. She seems very sweet. Right. She seems very helpful. My problem with Elizabeth at this moment is why are you, like, what's the point of kicking 15 shrimp? Right. It would I, be that like I if I had understand. a party and I had like six people over and I ordered one pizza and expected that to feed everyone. Like no, the problem and you're is you're like here. Everybody cut this like a cut a slice of pizza in half, split it with your neighbor. <laughs> right, it's an unacceptable amount of pizza for that many people. It's an unacceptable amount of shrimp for that many people. That is hilarious because yeah, when I really started thinking about it, I was like, hang on a second, we're just gonna act like this is normal. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't expect the shrimp to go that fast. But now I understand how the shrimp went that fast. <laughs> like. Homegirl's evil, but also okay. Wait, riddle me this: Did she take 
all of that shrimp, but then try to reserve it like she was being nice. No, I think she just took that as her meal. But like then she was going around and then she was like, does, does anybody want any shrimp? Does anybody want any shrimp? Well, I think when she realized all of it, that she took half of the available shrimp. I thought she meant to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Because that's why I was really There's confused. So many questions. I was so, I was so confused because I was like, "Ping!" In time, I was like, "Did she take all the shrimp or half the shrimp, and then try to spin the story to be like I'm the one serving shrimp?" Because did you see the previews for next week? Homegirl's gonna be outside making shrimp for Clayton, <laughs> and it was like the shrimp isn't over yet. Like, what? What is this? I don't I, I don't. Okay. I don't get it. I don't get. I don't understand who she is. I don't understand. I think she's just a, she is two things more than anything else. I think a crazy person and a liar. It is the weirdest thing. Because she made it very clear in her ITMs that she does not feel that way in actuality about how she's being treated in the house. Right. And that was weird. That was a trip to watch her do that. And she was like, oh, I got him. Like, he bought it. I didn't even have to cry, but I cried anyway. And then he paid, and then she made poor Lindsay cry. Wait, that was so insane. When Lindsay comes out and they're like, well, hold on. did you get time with him? Yeah. Like, why do you look like you're going to cry? Do you guys think I bully her? And I was like, what? It's like she picked two the two blondes left and was just like, Cassidy's gone. So there can only be one blonde left, and I'm going to be that blonde. It honestly, it was so weird to watch. That is a grown woman. That is a grown... There can only be one fake blonde in this house, and I'm going to be the fakest blonde. And she's just so mean. Like, there's no way that she can think that she's going to win. But Clayton is so... (laughs) I'm sorry, but Clayton is so dumb yes. that she might have won. <laughs> I think she may have won a fight, but she's not going to win the war. Because, like, whenever she, Clayton, she posted, Clayton posted on, on um, Twitter last night that he said a lot of the things that he's watching right now is completely different than what he heard in the house. And the one there was one where he just posted, like, the eyeball emojis <laughs> and was like, so I'm like, Please tell me you're not sitting next to this girl on on your couch right now no, watching with her. No shot. Um, I, I don't know, though. There, th- I'm telling you right now, there is no shot that Shanae has won this season. There are five so. girls on my list right now off the top of my head above her. Gabby? I didn't even put Gabby, so seven. <laughs> Gabby, um... Oh, the girl, oh, the first girl that he liked, the the rose girl. Teddy? <laughs> like what, what is it? The the first impression. Teddy? Was her Teddy? Yeah, Teddy, Gabby. Uh, I don't know if Elizabeth. Cause Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Susie. Susie, the Hannah Brown. Yeah. Did okay, yeah. And so Serene. Okay. I think he's really into Serene. Serene? Which one's that? I st- I'm i still in the zone of, like, I don't know who they are. Serene was the teacher who was interacting with the kids so well last week. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, I still don't know who they are yet. So I can't have picks until probably next week. 
Because I just, I look at these girls still and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who this is. I don't know. I think those women at least are above her. Yeah. And I think she's still, I think she's still in the same level with like Rachel. And at the very least, she's on the same level with Rachel. So I think she's at best tied for eighth. I listen. I don't even know who Rachel is. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You need to pull it together. Really don't. It's not that hard. Like Nick Vile posted a guide to all the girls um, last or last night. So obviously, obviously, I'm not the only one that needs a guide. All right, let's just start the episode. Okay, uh, we end last week. Clayton has asked our new host if anyone has ever taken back a rose. Jesse. Uh, has no idea. Jesse's deer in the headlights look kills me. Like, has anybody ever taken my rooms? He's like, uh, Chris Harrison did not leave this in his in his binder, <laughs> like in the in the bachelor hosting binder that I got. He's like, I don't know what's the process with this. He's like, I don't know, man. People were making fun of him all over online. Um, they were like, I don't know if anybody's made um anybody's taking back a rose but i know a guy took um or i know a guy said the wrong name one time <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who that was it's crazy it happened but i definitely don't think it was me <laughs> so yeah people were making fun of jesse left and right last night which is pretty funny <laughs> so uh i guess just he kind of i think Jesse just kind of told him to just kind of do whatever you want to do yeah, I think Jesse was just basically like, oh, wow, man, what? <laughs> and I think I sent this to you last night, but there was um, something on Twitter that said, <laughs> somebody that said, I honestly thought that this was just Clayton talking to himself in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's I can't get over these, comp- these internet comparisons between Jesse, Clayton, and Colton. Like there was one panel, like there was one where they were like, "This season's crazy," and it's like four panels, and three panels are Clay or Clayton, and then the other, the final panel is Colton. It's just thrown in. There. That's funny. I love it. Um, the internet is on fire. So he pulls Cassie aside. Cassidy aside, you got me saying Cassie now. Um, <laughs> he says, "Were you seeing someone up until the point that you came here?" Wait, let's talk about the fact that when she she was so confident though, and she's like, "Who's got the rose?" You know, she's right. all excited. Then he calls her over to the side, and she's like, "I know exactly what you're gonna say. Okay, I know what you're gonna say." And then when he asked her about this, were you seeing somebody before this? She's like, "What? That's not what I thought you were gonna say." I think that there must be everyone in the room probably has a problem and a bad interaction with Cassidy. So she was just mm-hmm. assuming it's one of the 1,800 bad interactions she's had in the last three days. What does that say about you? If you're like, I already know what you're going to say. Like, so-and-so's mad. What? Like, I just want to know what she what she thought. Did she say what she thought he was going to say? No, I just think she probably had... It was probably something to do with what she... What happened at the group date. Maybe yeah, somebody was going to say, yeah. she didn't work and she didn't care. And she's, No, I... I totally agree. I totally agree that that's probably, it's probably something like that. But I was just like, wait, I wanted Clayton to be like, wait, hang on. What do you think I was going to say? Because right. <laughs> that would open up a whole new can of worms if she had said what she thought he was going to say. 
he would have been like, you really are a terrible person. Please leave. I thought you were going to say how I didn't do anything at the party and I dropped that girl's cake. And then I also don't like kids. And I wanted to talk to Hillary Duff more than I wanted to help those kids. I thought it was one of those things. Was it, was it, um, was it Sarah that said, um, she, she's really mean. She asked me what my exit interview was going to be like. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, listen. I'm not even mad about that. That's hilarious. That's pure hilarious terror to take up on the house and just be like, what do you think your exit interview is going to be like? That's, that got me. That's what Demi or Corinne would say. Yes. That's a total Demi move. So, so when you're like, do you think that there's seat warmers in the back of that limo? <laughs> so when you're kicked out next week or possibly if you're lucky the week after, what are you going to say? Uh, that was so funny though when she said that she asked me what my exit interview was going to be like and they said oh <laughs> and then, and, oh then my she, gosh. and then Cassidy says I haven't had any kind of relationship since the summer of 2019 and then he's <laughs> I love this I loved everything about this breakdown and then, he says, and then Clayton says so you haven't been talking to any guy whatsoever maybe like a guy that you FaceTime with at, as soon as a few days ago. And then, and then we, uh, we get the flashback. Was it a flashback or was it just a reminder? That, um, I think it was just a reminder. Yeah, just a reminder that she had told Sierra that she'd been FaceTiming with a guy. So, yeah. uh, he tells her, I was given information that you FaceTimed him days before you ended up stepping out of the limo. I just love, then she's like, well, um, there's this guy that doesn't want a relationship. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so you just forgot about this guy that you may or may not be completely sleeping with, but doesn't want a relationship. So it doesn't count kind of thing. Oh, man. This girl. Yeah. And then, so we kept back to the rest of the house. <laughs> Everyone's talking about what Cassidy and Colt, what Cassidy and Clayton are saying because they are with an, with an eye shot, but not with an ear shot. So they see them discussing, but don't know what they're saying. This yeah. is when Lindsay says, I'm going to be honest. I hope she goes home here. This is where Sarah says, oh, it was, it was Hunter. My notes are saying here, Hunter. Hunter said she had asked me last night what my ex oh. was going to be like. <laughs> See, yeah, I still, like I told you, I still don't know who these girls are yet. Slowly but surely I'm learning them, but I don't know who they are yet. Uh, so Clayton, he steps aside for a minute. Cassidy spends the entire time crying. And then he goes and finds her and says, I'm struggling with our trust I'm struggling with our trust already being shaken at this point I just feel like there's too many concerns and <laughs> my favorite part why was she, was she crying I don't know and then I think my favorite line was I haven't even packed my stuff yeah she was like <laughs> I just I just didn't see this coming number one why would you because you had a rose usually right. when people get roses they don't get kicked out so even if you are the villain, you're going to be like, 
I got a rose though. I'm still here. Um, so that's totally, that makes total sense that she hadn't packed her stuff, but I just love that that was her go-to. Like I, I haven't even packed my stuff. I was so confident. Kind of like the oh, opposite man. of Nate who only brought three suits. She just never bothered to pack her stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So great. I love that when she gets into the uh, back of the car, the light, the camera lights aren't even on. <laughs> like, no, I feel no. like they, even they were like, oh, wait, what? What's going on? Somebody's leaving. Oh, the girl with the rose is leaving. Okay. <laughs> we weren't ready to send anybody home for a couple hours. Man. Uh, so then after this point, we just tried head straight into the rose ceremony. The rose ceremony, the roses are for Eliza, Rachel, Serene, Sierra, Teddy, Lindsay, Jill, Gabby, Kira, Mara, Marlena, Genevieve, Hunter, Melina, Elizabeth, and Shanae. And then they're joining Sarah and Susie, who are already safe. And then things are ending for Incy, Kate, and Tessa. Don't remember them. Bye. Kate, apparently, I didn't... I don't really care this much because I didn't watch the show, but apparently Kate works for the uh, company that does Selling Sunset. Which, by the way, I just recently got, unfortunately, hooked on over the holiday weekend last week. Can't believe I did this. I was like, what is this? I'm just going to watch it because everybody keeps talking about it. I'm in season three already. I watch it every night before bed. (laughs) Is it good? I love I'm, it. I guess I was going to say, is it good? Duh, you obviously. I love it. <laughs> like, I literally thought to myself, I could sell houses. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think we need to readjust some things. We are now down to 18 women. So, at right. Shrimpgate, there was at most 17, at least 10. So, 10 to 17 women in the house. Still, Still way too many women for 15 shrimp. Right. Like, absolutely not. What I I don't understand how there were only 15 shrimp. The only excuse is if there's only 15 in the house. That's the only excuse for 15 shrimp. I also don't understand how what I believe happened was that she took that shrimp and tried to repurpose it, tried to reserve it like she was the nice one. Because remember when she was like, they were they weren't looking at me. Like I said, do you want any shrimp? And nobody looked my way. <laughs> I was like, girl, Elizabeth already offered the shrimp to everybody. And you took it. Right, there was shrimp offered, and you took it and not tried to sell it off again. So this Gosh. is where we started to see the full villain arc of Shanae. She tells the camera, "I have to figure out what my next move. What's the next plan? We're in a competition. I'm here to win." So I just, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, We head into the next segment. We get a, this segment contains sensitive subject matter. Viewer discussion is advised. I don't know. I was like, oh boy. I was expecting more. Same. I was expecting more. And also this is when I texted you to ask you if this is a ripoff of Nick Vile's date on Katie's season because they're in a dark Charlie Rose-esque room. with just chairs you know and i was like what's gonna happen what like what what kind of truths are going to be released is there going to be someone who becomes thomas after this date um 
But instead, it was just everyone sitting around talking about their insecurities, which is great. But a lot of people pointed out um, they were talking about, um, you know, their body insecurity, body positivity on a show that hasn't had a woman over like a size four and like never. I get that, (laughs) but I also understand that that's not their fault. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not their fault. Not at all. But I did think that that was funny, though, when somebody pointed that out. I was like, this is a show where people think that a lot of food is a shrimp. So. <laughs> uh, we get a group date for Serene, Susie, Eliza, Mara, Marlena, Hunter, Genevieve, and Jill. So Jill's first date of the season. Uh, she's going to tell everyone about her insecurities. This is the first time she spent more than two minutes at any one time with Clayton in the room. And as you mentioned, we get a rehash of the group therapy date. Uh, but instead of Nick Vile, we have Caitlin. Uh-huh. Which, once again, love Caitlin, love Caitlin. Completely useless. Yep. Like, this what? could have been a really great date for her to shine. To just be super fun, super hostessy, without Tasha. Love Tasha, but Caitlin doesn't need her. <laughs> like, this could have been great. And like, it was not. We have a host now. Yeah. So it was kind of purposeless. Why didn't Jesse do this? Same thing with the second, with the one-on-one date. Wait, who did the one-on-one? Becca. Becca brought no value. Oh, that's right. Becca brought no value. That's right. I completely forgot that she was there. See, why are they doing this? Like, you know they had to come in, like... Could you imagine those two quarantining for this crap? Right. No, that's ridiculous. Because, yeah, Jesse Palmer's there. Yeah. I understand. I started to think about it a little bit, though, and I can understand maybe this is where they're coming from with choosing Caitlyn to be on this date. Because Caitlyn's always getting backlash on the Internet, like basically bullying from people talking about her looks. You know, so maybe they were like, you know what? We want you to be the face of this date. But have her say know. something. Yeah. She introduced the date, asked the question, and we never saw her again. Nope. If, never going, said if that's anything. your plan, that's fine. <clears throat> have her show her. Show her doing something. Mm-hmm. Because even with Nick's date, when Nick was on there, he actually asked questions, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Nick but was then the... again, it was kind of pointless for him to even be there, though. <laughs> but... But this, yeah, this, Chris Harrison used to do, and like after a while, his hosting gig became less and less and he literally just only showed up for quirky things, you know, when they were in the the first COVID dates at that locked in at that inn or whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, and Tasha, the Claire Tasha season, like, they he would do funny things there, but basically towards the end of Chris Harrison's tenure, he was barely doing anything on camera, at least. But like, have have Jesse do it or don't have someone do it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it would have been great to have Jesse do this because right now we only see Jesse say things to Clayton and then say, uh, you know, here's the roses. This is the final rose. If you didn't receive a rose, take some time and say your goodbyes. 
Yeah. That's all that Jesse does right now. And so they could have given, you're right, they could have given him time to do something. Yeah, it was. On both days. It was ridiculous. Uh, Caitlin lets us know that the point of this date is to help Clayton learn as much as he can. And they hope that everyone can be vulnerable with each other and grow as a result. Caitlin reads a series of statements. The first one says, if this resonates with you, she tells the group, please stand up. And then the first one is parts of yourself that you're not proud of. Clayton says that he puts walls up. Genevieve says that she self-sabotages. And just like, this was just a, a lot for a, for all intents and purposes, a week two or week three group date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hunter tells us about her last boyfriend who would urge her to go to the gym to get this body that was nearly impossible to achieve. She says she dyed her hair and wore color contacts. That was sad. And then she still got cheated on. Uh, Hunter's Hunter crying. Uh, Serene's crying with her. Who has dealt with the shit? She said, so she felt like she was always... She was teased for being anorexic when she was younger because mm-hmm. she couldn't gain weight. And then she was always worried about whether she was eating enough in front of people. And it took a long time to be comfortable with with herself. Yeah. Yeah, this date, while it was good and while it was revealing and it was body positive and Clayton took some time and said his own insecurities and everything. I didn't feel like it was still as deep as I'd want it to be. I think they probably just took everyone's like a a vulnerable statement they made that wouldn't, that would look good on television. And that's just what Mm -hmm. they showed of most of the people. Yeah. So, I mean, I, who knows how long they could have been there for hours. That's true. That's true. Because because they they covered a lot of topics (laughs) and there was a lot of things that they showed that didn't really flow together Mm -hmm. and didn't really apply to the question. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you feel comfortable? What makes like, what don't you feel comfortable about yourself? And then Marlene talking about how she, uh, how she feels about being a woman of color that doesn't really apply. So there's, there was clearly multiple, there was multiple questions and then conversations that were being that were being directed and they just didn't mm-hmm. show us anything. Yeah, there was so the first question was about um what was it? The first question was something about what you don't like. What was it? Parts of yourself you're not proud of. That's what it was. Parts of yourself you're not proud of. Everyone stands up, including Clayton. Can you imagine if somebody didn't stand up? <laughs> you're like, nah, I'm, like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'd be like, okay, um, that's the reason you need to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if, you know, he says, he says he put a lot of walls up in his last relationship. Um, That to me, his answer to that question, I was like, what? I don't feel like that was like a, I th- I that's think, not what I was thinking. <laughs> I think what he was saying was like, that's a decision he made that he wasn't proud of. That yeah. he was like, he had a relationship that was good, and instead of being vulnerable and growing it, he like decided to just close off. 
Yeah, I guess. And you heard it that way because when he first said it, I was like, Clayton, I don't think that's how you answer the question. <laughs> but then that's that's rude of me to tell people how they should answer a personal question about themselves. So I get it. In this case, I'm the bully. My bad. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, this is kind of, there was a good, good long segment about all this. Uh, I think I think the interesting part was the part about Marlene and Clayton's like I don't want you to not say something like if you have thoughts to share about anything say them like don't don't turn don't tone yourself down don't censor what you Mm -hmm. think say it I did think that was good that was good and he does he seems like a genuine person he seems like he's very nice yeah you know, um, so, but then of course, this is like, it gave girls like another way to be like, oh, he's so genuine. He's so thoughtful. I feel so comfortable around you. And I'm like, you have only known him for 30 seconds. So. Yeah. But, but uh, um, so this yeah, is they where... end in like a group hug time. It looks like, I did think that he, I think that it, it was interesting and somebody pointed out that you don't hear a lot of guys talking about it, but how he did talk about his, um, like his body issues, you know, Mm -hmm. the way that he saw himself. Um, and he said like it was down seventh grade. Uh, and he, he said he lost 15 pounds. Like that's a lot for a seventh grader. Yeah. So, um, they didn't get too deep into it to call it an eating disorder. But no, I did I think, think it was, I did think it was good that he like brought it up. I mean, I think you can, you can lose f- 15 pounds fairly easily if you're doing it the right way, especially if at that point he was getting into football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he was getting into football at that point, then you're, you're like, okay, this is what we need from you. And you just change your eating habits. And then once you start working out with the football team, because if like seventh and eighth grade, that's where a lot of places start getting serious about like sports getting into middle school and high school. So if he starts getting serious about football at the same time, he decides that he wants to not be quote unquote fat anymore. Yeah. I don't think that should be, I don't think that's crazy amount to lose at that point. But so yeah, it could, it could have been done safely. Yeah. We continue the uh, the good times into the evening portion of the group date. It seems to go really well for everybody. Uh, Serene and Clayton have good conversations where they talk about how their families don't talk about emotions. <laughs> it just honestly, like, we... They all have conversations and none of them are particularly uh, whatever. Like none of them are right. like the conversation. He has he has conversations with Serene and Susie, who I think are at the top. But other than that, are that I think are near the top. But other than that, well, there he wasn't- had a conversation with Eliza, like looking in that mirror. Yeah, which I thought was cheesy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they kept cheesy. looking in the mirror, I was like, oh my gosh, what is this mirror mirror on the wall? Who's the fairest of them all? It's not this hoodie blazer combo, that's for sure. Because that's atrocious. It's not good. Uh-uh. No, it and is it not. Was, 
it was pointed out every time he wore it on Twitter, there was a lot about it. People had a lot to say, that's for sure. I noticed it. It was blaring. It was, as soon as he walked onto the screen with the girls, I was like, well, what My is My problem this? with it is, why are these girls in fancy outfits and you believe that's acceptable for a cocktail party? Right. Like, he's just like, oh, I'm going to match my my um, my athleticism with my uh, fancy attire. No, no, Clayton. Don't do well, that. Well, I think people might as well get it's, used to it because I feel like it's going to not go away. Especially with a gray hoodie, though. Maybe it wouldn't it wouldn't have been so bad if it was a darker hoodie. I don't know. Or even a but white that hoodie? Gray hoodie. Maybe a white hoodie? No, not a white hoodie. It would have been worse. It was no, because it was still it was too loud. Like, yeah, oh, I get that. No. Uh, it was just it was terrible. Eliza gets the group date rose. And then we head into our one on one date where we get the one on one date is for Sarah. We're joined by Becca, who tells them they're going to do a uh, scavenger hunt thing, sort of, in downtown L.A., but you're going to do it in underwear that we provide you. Once again, Becca didn't need to be there, like you were saying. That was a waste a waste of Becca time. Like, if you want those people to be there, make them the host. But y'all got a host. This is ridiculous. I also do think that Becca would have been a good host. Yeah, I think she would have enjoyed it. I think she would have been pretty good, too. Uh, <laughs> but my problem with this, where the series is at the moment, it, there is an an aggressive and unnecessary amount of over-sexualization for a franchise that also adds uh, fake swimsuits to people if they think the swimsuits are too revealing. Like pick one. Wait, they do. Did you not? Did you not see that on Gabby's swimsuit? No. There was like digital touch up to like add extra material to the bottom of her swimsuit. On last night's episode. On last night's episode. Hang on, I'm gonna when do her, this right now. When her and uh, Clayton are running up the little beach, like when they were, when they got their their special time. Uh-huh. If you look at the bottom of her swimsuit, like where her butt crack is, it's obviously it's obvious that they added they went in post production and used like the painting app and added material. Oh my gosh, I did not so, notice like, this at all. What what is your problem? That's like you, true. You're making decisions. On the kind of people you have and the direction you're going to suggest that you're trying to get back and less progressive in your choices. Mm-hmm. But you're also making everything be done in swimsuits and underwear. Right. That Yeah, that is an issue. Yeah. is It's like you want everybody to parade around. That's true, though. And what does that say about the type of body that they think it's okay to look on? But then another girl's type of body, they're like, cover this up. Well, I, th- I think it was the part of the body they were covering up. But like, also, you know. put her in that swimsuit. Right. If you don't That's what to... I was just thinking. I was just about to ask. You're talking about the Baywatch date, right? But yeah, they. you gave them that swimsuit. She doesn't have a 
full red one-piece Baywatch swimsuit just laying around. Goodness. And just like, and they said, you're going to do it down in your underwear. You're telling me that they just happened to have completely covered black underwear for both of them? Right. You're telling me that Sarah, on a group, on a one-on-one date, on The Bachelor, that's her underwear, that's her undergarments choice? Right. You're right. You're right. You, this because is... I, I know enough to know in a situation like that, people like, it doesn't, it's not even necessarily revealing, but it's just like something that you feel comfortable and sexy in. Mm-hmm. And I doubt that's what Sarah chose because yeah. that wouldn't have even worked with her dress. Also, it just, it looks like a swimsuit anyway. Like, I don't know. There was nothing, there was nothing added by having it in their underwear. All it, it was, was all it did was make somebody who just talked about how he is uncomfortable in the past with his body strip down to his underwear. Yes. Okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. This date went like literally complete opposite of the prior date, the prior yes. group date. It was like, let's talk about body positivity. Let's talk about our insecurities. Let's go get to know each other better. Let's share and say that this is a safe space. You're beautiful the way that you are. And then, yeah, it's like, but we're still a reality show. We still need sexualization. So, yeah, no, you're right. Like, that was, that's ridiculous. So, I don't know. So, they I make, don't know what they make them, quote unquote, get in their underwear, which, once again, if you look, if you go back and look at Sarah's outfit, that mm-hmm. bra would not work with that outfit. Wasn't she in like spaghetti straps? Oh, I don't even remember. Her dress definitely had thin straps. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and look because I don't remember what her exactly her her dress looked like. But that that unless she was told that. Yeah. What did the date card say? I don't even remember, but because that looks like a comfortable bra and underwear. So maybe she knew that they'd be outside doing something. No, because the uh, the uh, our article that we're using says that she was wearing a sundress. Yeah, then no, that wouldn't go. With she the can't sundress. wear that with a sundress. What is she, Victoria? What is she, Queen Victoria, making terrible <laughs> bra choices? <laughs> that was a hundred percent not what she was wearing. Yeah. So they said, "Oh, your underwear is too revealing for our revealing underwear date. Here's new underwear." This is ridiculous. But yeah, I think that this date was so stupid and it was basically like a quarantine date mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, And I'm like, I thought we were out of those dates. (laughs) I thought we were getting back into the normal stuff. But they're like, no, here's still a cheap date because we're going to need to save money. Yeah. (laughs) This date was so stupid. And I like Sarah, but this date was dumb. Sarah was great. Sarah Sarah nor Clayton was the problem here. No, it was both. It was a combination of lack of, uh, lack of like uh, imagination, and over sexualization that made this date a complete and total dud. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just annoyed mainly with the fact that it was completely, um, completely in the face of the previous group date. It's like you want to be you want to be diverse and accepting and body positive, but then you're like, but 
it's still basically a beauty show. So, so pick one. Yeah. Those are your options. You need to pick one. You either get to be the racy show that has people in your underwear, but if you're going to have it be the racy show with people in your underwear, you don't get to have the body count positivity conversation. You've yeah, lost that right. No, I would agree. I would agree with that. You, you've, you've lost the, that right to have those two segments back to back. You can't have your cake and eat it too. No. Like at least, at least do it in a different day. If it, it this date had showed last week or next week or something like that but this one this one-on-one had happened this week i would have been like okay but it was just very jarring it was very there was whiplash with the way that these dates were posed yeah so uh and then they decide that they can get dressed for this for the hangout conversation portion of their date on a randomly placed helipad that apparently had no chance of being used that was so dumb. I really don't. I really don't understand. So we cut back to okay. So it looks like Shrimpgate happened while uh, the the one one date was happening, mm-hmm. which means we have seventeen. Uh, everyone was home except uh, for Sarah. Everyone was was home except for Sarah. Elizabeth decides that she's going to make a some garlic shrimp for everybody. All this drama makes me want to do is eat shrimp. I've got some shrimp in my fridge. I might make some tonight. <laughs> we also have a tiny correction. According to the shrimp counter that was present on the screen, she took seven shrimp. And Such a difference in eight. She said there's, there's maybe like 15 shrimp in there. I took like eight shrimp because I was effing hungry. So she knew, see, she knew, she knew what she was doing. Uh, we, we get back to the rest of the women. They are, the rest of the women are complaining because there's no more shrimp left. Elizabeth says, Sinead ate all the shrimp. I don't know what the shrimp portions are like in Ohio, but this isn't a roadside buffet. And I believe this is probably, in Elizabeth's mind, an accurate statement because... Midwest portions are big. Okay, this is true, and I think that this is this may be why I'm like, is Atrium bad? I don't know. If there was more to eat, if there was more to eat than just the shrimp, I would have taken maybe like three shrimp, and then gotten a couple other things, you know. But if all she made was the shrimp. That was the entree, that's the side, that's the whatever, you know. It's all shrimp. Then I would have been like, yeah, give me some shrimp. Like, I'm going to, that's all we're eating, the shrimp. If there was, okay, here's what I would have done. If there was 15 shrimp in there, I would have taken two or three, and I would have made something else for me. Because I know I would have needed more. But I also wasn't going to take half the shrimp for the fam, for the group. Exactly. Like, I would get two or three, but, like, yeah. Like, but I also probably would have thought, like, oh, surely she's making more shrimp. She's over there cooking right now, so maybe she's making more shrimp. (laughs) So, at this point, uh, Sinead decides that she's going to cook up some more shrimp in the leftover, in in the skillet with the leftover garlic butter. Okay, so Sinead made extra shrimp. I guess. That's what happened? I think That's so. That's what happened. Okay, because 
I thought she took the shrimp and then saw that they were hating on her and then came back out with the shrimp because she didn't eat all of it and then was like, here, do you want some shrimp? Let's figure out what exactly happened here because this is what I was missing. So it seems like Shanae took half the shrimp and then when she was done, decided to cook up more shrimp for everybody else. Okay. But I think okay. at, I think at this point, with at least with Shanae, the damage had been done. And there was nothing that Shanae could have done to have fixed the situation besides walking up to Elizabeth, apologizing, admitting that she messed up, and trying to do better. This is so embarrassing because, okay, that's, that's okay. That makes sense then. Because like I said, I literally thought that this girl took all the shrimp and then heard them gossiping about her. She didn't finish her shrimp, but then tried to reserve the same shrimp to be like, do you want any shrimp? And it was like, no girl, nobody wants your plate full of shrimp that you probably already like spit all over anyway. Like what you ate it in a closet somewhere. And then you decided to like come out here with that shrimp. But that's hilarious. The fact that she was like, oh, shoot, maybe I should make some more shrimp. And then trying to act like, I'm so nice. I made shrimp. Get out of here. We need to move on. I want to talk about Sarah some more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Clayton and Sarah head to the immersive Van Gogh exhibit. Where Sarah, oh, yeah. as part of her dinner, discusses that she... Her story was actually a good story. I was a fan of this one, and it made me really... I already like Sarah, because she seems super sweet. But this is where I really liked her. Uh, she talks about growing up biracial. It's the fact that she's part Vietnamese. And adopted into a white family. Growing up, Sarah says that she adopted made her feel really ashamed, like she was a second choice. And then she learned to accept her own worth, and then her family's love in conjunction with that. Mm-hmm. She says, one of the best feelings I've, I've said yes I've, I've said yes to is coming here. I feel like you see me for me. I'll be honest and straightforward with you at all times about everything. Well, all right. Loves, I, honestly, love I thought that this date was kind of boring. <laughs> I'm tired of that with you, but I love Sarah. <laughs> I'm not saying this season is bad yet. You'll know when yeah. I think that the season is a lost cause and it's terrible <laughs> because you'll start to get really pissed at me like it did during Michelle's season. Michelle's season sucked. It was irredeemable for me. But I digress. This is a new season. These girls are a hot mess. But this date was boring. I, sorry, uh, not sorry. As I tweeted this last night, uh, Each time he has an interaction with anyone but Shanae, they're my new second favorite. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> because I um, I have bounced around quite a bit as who is my yeah. second favorite person. Who is your second favorite person? Is it tied between Sarah and Susie at the moment? Who's your first favorite? Come on. Teddy? Teddy, yeah. Okay, okay. Teddy also, has- wait, Teddy... Teddy was on a date last night. Teddy did nothing to lose her spot. Teddy did nothing to lose her spot, but Teddy did nothing. Like, yeah. I didn't even realize Teddy was on that swimsuit date. Sometimes. Was, swim- was it the swimsuit date she was on? Yes. And I was like, wait, <coughs> she was there? Sometimes nothing. 
You just need to coast. A star, Which, I mean, a star early on, d- never makes themselves known. You're right. The you're right. Coast. Burns bright, fizzles out real fast. Teddy. So coasting. she's playing like the Hannah. Uh, she's playing like the Hannah G route. Hannah G basically coasted till the very end. She coasted through the end because she didn't do anything. Coast, coasted right out the door because Clayton was like, actually, I hopped the fence for the other girl. <laughs> coasted right into a season of Paradise where she got into a lot of ugly fights and ended up getting engaged to Dylan. Yeah. Who are still, yeah. who are probably one of my favorite Bachelor couples to watch. They are cute. But even then, once they got engaged, they coasted because Bachelor in Paradise was like, you know what? Y'all are boring. <laughs> Well, I follow them both on TikTok, mm-hmm. and Hannah did a funny video with Dylan yesterday where she gave him, like, really obscure feminine products, mm-hmm. but, like, people do this to where they have the the boyfriend's guess what it is, and it's funny mm-hmm. because they're always wrong, but she, she had him guess, and they just kept telling him he was right. Oh, my gosh. No, no matter, like, no matter what he said. He, she just kept saying he was right at the end. He's like, "Wow, this is easy." Wow. Like a. Uh, I guess I should probably follow more of them. I don't follow them. I mean, I think we do, but I don't. <laughs> uh, you know, like the little menstrual cups that you can put. Yeah, that that's super weird. that's what I figured. I figured one of them would be that. I don't even remember what he said, but it was not related at all. Yeah, a and lot of like, people get that wrong when they see a menstrual cup. They're like, "What is this?" And that's what he, she's just like she's like you're right and he goes this is easy I'm like <laughs> bro I love you and I think you're hilarious but you are you look so stupid right now because she's just like <laughs> letting you guess and you're feeling so confident about your obviously wrong guesses wow wow I really enjoyed that one oh, but back to Sarah so yeah the, the good ones coast we'll see we'll see Teddy later on she'll get a uh, travel one on one He's not, giving, so. he's, not, he's not giving the crappy one-on-ones to Teddy. No. You're right. You're right. And then we get a dancing in front of a band, but instead of a singer that no one's ever heard of, it's just a fancy string quartet in a, uh, a fancy room. So, which I think that was probably... I mean, it was better. Than, I'd rather have that than a... I'd rather have that than a singer. Yeah, no, I would. I, I would definitely want the Van Gogh exhibit. Yeah, over a a concert put on by a country singer that I have to pretend to know who they are. So we get to the second. At least, gr- like I'm sure she, I'm sure she knew who Van Gogh is. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. I know if I know who Van Gogh is, then I think most people do. Right, because I don't do art. <laughs> We get to the second group date. The group date is for Gabby, Rachel, Kira, Melina, Lindsay, Sierra, Teddy, Elizabeth, and Shanae. This group date. Let's just talk about really quick. The fact that, A, they bring back Nicole Eggert. Did you ever watch Baywatch growing up? No. Could not have cared less. I loved Baywatch as a kid. In fact, Hulu has all seasons of Baywatch. I started watching them again, like, Two years ago, I think it was, once I found them. Like, I love Baywatch. I know the theme song by heart. I loved it. Um, so I remember Nicole Eggert. But I also, when I thought about it, that new Pam and Tommy thing is coming out on Hulu. Uh-huh. 
And literally, this is like a way of being like, we can't afford Pam Anderson to host a date. So we're going to get someone loosely another, affiliated. Right. We're going to get another Baywatch, another Baywatch lifeguard that was only on for like the first couple of seasons, not on nearly as long as Pamela Anderson, <laughs> to just be like, Baywatch. Also, watch this Pam and Tommy documentary. It was so silly. Just like what they did with Hillary Duff last week when it was like, Hey, Hillary Duff's here, but watch How I Met Your Father on Hulu. Right. Like, Hulu is leaning hard into this show. Uh, the only way that we can make this date good was if instead of Nicole Eggert pulling up in the ATV, if she'd accidentally pressed the gas instead of the brake and broke Shanae's legs. <laughs> that was the only way that we could have saved this date. That would have been hilarious. This date was weird. I mean, it was kind of fun, but it was weird. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go through some Baywatch training. And for them to be part of Baywatch training, they obviously have to change into the customary sexualized Baywatch swimsuit. The red swimsuit, yeah. She says, being a lifeguard is a lot, of, a lot like being in a relationship. You have to be assertive. You have to be passionate and you have to be a good communicator. Sure. Which I was okay with that. <laughs> uh, they do some, they lather, each, they lather each other up in sunscreen and then the women try to do CPR. They're all terrible at it. Mm -hmm. They obviously weren't actually teaching them because all of them, if they as a collective we're responsible for your your CPR, you would die. Yes. And I love that nowhere in saving a life is a slow-mo walk required. Yeah. And then you but have you to gotta do, do it. You have to do the slow-mo run challenge. They do some... Which some, some of them made it funny. Clearly, <laughs> Gabby... Uh, made it funny. Yeah. Um, they did some over overly dramatic hair flips. There was yeah. some cartwheels. Yeah, Elizabeth did the cartwheel. I think she did. Yeah. So they tried um, to have a good time. Power to you. You did a cartwheel. Awesome. <laughs> but Shanae. Shanae, always over the line, does the walk that would have attracted no one. And then she decided to follow that up with a running makeout with Clayton that just never stopped. Why don't any of these men, and I'm probably answering my question right now, but why when this happens, don't these men stop them? Because they have to pretend that they're equally into everyone at this point in the series. Or also they just really like being made out with. I mean, <laughs> he's I just, probably like, let's be real. He's probably like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm the bachelor. Yeah. I'm going to make out with this girl. Oh yeah. There's like 10 other girls here and I'm doing it in front of them. Maybe it's cause I'm a good person, but there's too much for me involved in attraction with personality. Mm-hmm. I would think, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you're a man that said that. 
He's literally watching this last night. I was like, I guess it's just all about the fact that she's one wants to make out with him. Like, I don't find Shanae at all attractive. Yeah. And I think it's because she's a bad person. And I think it's also the same reason I was never attracted to Victoria, Victoria F., who I also thought was a bad person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, even back then you were very confused why I was not into Victoria F. I'm just like, oh, she's just kind of, like, she just kind of felt kind of gross. Because she was. <laughs> well, she was. Like, she was. But, like, as I'm watching, I'm just like, I guess yeah. gross in personality and also, like, do I want to say this? I don't say know if I want to say it. Say it. Say it. She kind of felt unclean. What, Victoria? Yeah. I mean... Like, kind of grimy. <laughs> and maybe that's how I feel about Virginia. And I'm just... I've been porting my feelings about Virginia onto Victoria. Wait, who's Virginia? She was from, the, she was from, from Virginia Beach. Oh! Okay, I was like, who's Virginia? <laughs> so I kind of feel like the state and that area are probably grimy. So I just assume that she's grimy. So you just assume she's grimy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But, like, there was just every, like, it was almost like, you know how in movies, like, they have people that are just, like, so over-the-top hot, mm-hmm. and people are always just like, yeah, she's over-the-top hot, she, but she's probably got STDs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So maybe that's what it was. I don't really know. And I know you have to be tested before you can get on the show. Yes. So, in theory, she probably wasn't as grimy as you assumed. She probably was not grimy the slightest. But I felt, oh I felt a grimy, a grimy feel. <laughs> I did not expect to talk about how I felt about Victoria. That is Funny hilarious. <laughs> like re- revelations, things you never admitted during previous seasons are now coming to light. I just thought over time that I would become more reserved in my speech, and I'd become less. Yeah. Now I would just say whatever. I love how I was just like, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> you were saying it, I was like, ooh, didn't expect that. <laughs> oh. Uh, we had but, to... Yeah, so so our girl Shanae hops yes. up, makes out with him for like 84 years mm-hmm. while everybody's just looking on on the beach. Yes. What a girl. So after this point... Uh, they make out for a while and then Nicole Eggert with obviously some input from Clayton and producers mm-hmm. picks the winner. Uh, Gabby wins. Shanae's... That was a surprise to me. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't really anything about her that seemed... Maybe she just leaned into it and had a good time. Because later on he said that he saw a lot more personality from her. So maybe yeah. the goofiness was like really attractive to him. I didn't really think anything of what she was doing on that date, to be honest. No. But, I mean, later on when they were doing the outtakes, the blooper part, she seemed to be being pretty goofy with the dummy. So maybe mm-hmm. she was just being silly and goofy, and he thought that that was, like, an extra level of her that he was understanding, and he liked that. I don't know. But Shanae says, I'm pissed. I was amazing today. I literally busted my ass. But we get we get we get that we see her we see video of her looking upset and then we cut back to get picture to video of Clayton and Gabby making out 
We cut back to Shanae and then back to Gabby and Clayton making out. So there was. Do you think that she is going to, if she stays long enough, do you think she will turn her wrath from Elizabeth to Gabby? Elizabeth and Lindsay will both have to leave before she <laughs> shifts her unnecessary and unrealistic aggression on anyone else. It's the weirdest level of aggression I think I've seen. It just makes somebody like it just makes her look crazy. As, yeah, they head to Clifton's Cabinet of Curiosities for the cocktail party. Uh, everyone's hoping that things are going to go well, but they inevitably don't. Of course. Rachel spends some time with Clayton first. Uh, says that she doesn't feel like she's being validated the same way some of the other girls are. The Bachelor, uh, Clayton says that they have a phenomenal connection. Oh, that's Rachel. Yeah, that's Rachel. Okay. I thought that was Sarah for the longest time. <laughs> well, Sarah just had a date, so she wasn't on the group. Yeah, I know. I figured that out while we were talking about oh her. <laughs> I told you I don't know who anyone is. Except for Shanae. <laughs> only <laughs> Shanae and Elizabeth. Are the only people only you know. Shanae, Elizabeth, and Cassidy. And Cassidy's gone. So I only know who two people are. You got Teddy. Yeah, but I kept forgetting what her... Like, remember when I was like, the girl with the, the roses. Oh, that's true. You forgot her name. Like, I, not even precious little Teddy is stuck in my head. So... It's disappointing. Uh, uh, Clayton, she says, Clayton makes me feel like I'm the only girl here. I feel really good. Uh, well, you're not. Right. And then right after that, he makes that aggressively with Gabby. Sure does. Can we talk about his sunburn? Where did he get that? He got it on the beach. His shirt was off. Yeah. It was a farmer tan. It was arms, neck, and face. Me? I don't know. You're right. I don't know. Unless he was at his like his part of the uh of their facility, he's just hanging out in a tank top outside. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's a good observation. It's a good observation, Columbo. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh Clayton lets us know here we go. Late Clayton says that he loves Gabby's goofy side. So I think that's why she won the challenge, and in two minutes we'll mm-hmm. get the in a few minutes we'll get the rose. I just love the fact that he gave her the rose, and Shanae once again loses her mind because she pulled some shenanigans, some shenanigans, and tried to see what I did there. See, see what I did, see what there, you you did there. Did you see my face? Respect it. Respect it. No. <laughs> But she decides to get Elizabeth out of her way by spreading some some lies, some untruths. Um, this is the craziest part to me. And she's decided to do this to just merely to just get a girl out of her way. Yeah. Like it's not based on anything else except for she's like, no. you know what? I can either let her win or I can have some drama. And I'm not going to let her win. <laughs> she tells him today, I still had Elizabeth on my back. 
she's claim she goes on to claim that Elizabeth has turned everyone else against her in the house, but only when Elizabeth is around. She says that when Elizabeth is around, no one will talk to her. But when Elizabeth's not around, everyone wants to talk to her. And then yeah. claims, yeah. I may and have to like, leave. Then she, it was my brother. They say, Shanae, Shanae. Shanae, Shanae, Shanae. I saw a meme that said, like, raise your hand if you ever said Shanae, Shanae, Shanae. It was like a poll. No one. No one was like, no. Uh, she goes on to say, I may have to leave because this is so hard. Oh, my gosh. He should have been like, that's really unfortunate. Do you know where the car is? Uh, you're not on TikTok, so there's this trend going around. I, I don't know how Elmo got really on the TikTok. Oh, it's because he got angry at that rock recently. No, there was something about Rocco. Yeah, his pet rock, right? Oh, I didn't know that was his pet rock. Yeah, I think so. Like he got like apparently he got like he like lost his mind recently. <laughs> okay, so the trend has been like people like saying and then then and then so then Elmo just like says something like I don't want to do this I want to do that and then mm-hmm. Rocco says but I, if I if you do this then I have to leave and then Elmo says okay oh well bye Rocco so I'm just like bye all right oh well bye Shanae like go, go on <laughs> like no one cares that you're leaving <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah Shanae like just get out of here he should have just been like yeah do you know where the car is then Shanae well well, really quick what do you think your exit interview will be like (laughs) oh my gosh that's what I would have done I would have brought that full circle if I was the bachelor first of all that was Cassidy I know but I would have brought that around to somebody else (laughs) okay uh (laughs) I am weirdly fascinated for what we will get out of the exit interview of Shanae. It'll just be a breakdown of all breakdowns. Yeah. He's like a a layer by layer um, complete destruction of a mind. (laughs) He, for whatever reason, seems to believe her. Because he's He's the guy who tried to give a girl a rose when she said, I was supposed to get married today or yesterday. I'm probably not supposed to, I probably shouldn't be here. And he's like, but do you want this rose though? Like he's that guy. So of course he's going to believe anybody who says something to him. Oh, this is what I mean. Like, I think that Clayton is nice, but I also think that Clayton might be kind of dumb. That's fair. Clayton may be kind of dumb. Uh, even Shanae is just like, oh my god, he believed me. I have him. Trust me. I was good. I was good. Holy crap, I was good. I didn't need to cry, but I cried. Yeah. And then uh, she continues to say basically that uh, Elizabeth is gone. Which my continued confusion on why she's targeting at best a middle person. Right. It's like a weird waste of time. It Elizabeth's is. not going to win. <laughs> You're not going to win. Elizabeth's not going to win. Elizabeth, at this point, partially probably because of you, doesn't really have much of a chance. 
Right. But it's like, like Elizabeth is not going to win because she's taken all of her time. Yes. That's what sucks. Is I'm like, Elizabeth, you've got no shot here. Uh, Clayton pulls Elizabeth aside, tells her the fact that that she feels bullied and that she feels like the to- that she has made a toxic environment for her. And uh, Elizabeth says you can speak with anybody in the house and you will hear that is not something that I'm doing. I'm a really genuine and kind person. I've been nothing but kind to her and it's effed up. And then she goes on to say that I've had three conversations with you and two of them have been defending myself. Why didn't he just do it then with the other girls there? He should have been like, all right, round up. Let's, let's talk. Because so far he doesn't believe her. Right. So there's really no point in having a conversation. If, uh, there's no point in having a conversation with the other girls if he's taking one girl's side for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It was such a waste of time. Like, I literally was just waiting for him to call everybody in and say, or just talk to them and be like, hey, is there something going on? Like, do you get the impression that Elizabeth is bullying Shanae? He should have just been, he should have just asked. We have to remember that Elizabeth wasn't the only girl slandered in this situation. Yeah. Poor Lindsay. Poor Lindsay out of nowhere has mm-hmm. not said more than four words on television. She nope. comes back, like you said, upset, saying, Does anyone think that I've bullied Shanae here? Because that's what our conversation was about. And every, uh, the other girls are now irritated and confused about what is happening. And then this, this leads to an escalation of the women who are now fighting amongst each other in like the, uh, the living room area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, um, I thought that confrontation was pretty funny because they just started bickering and then Shanae got very defensive. Yes. And then Shanae's like, I don't have anything to say. I'm not going to talk. talk to yourself about it. Talk to yourself about it. I'm like, you're the one who started this. Uh, How can you talk all this crap and then go back and sit with them like nothing happened? <laughs> Elizabeth says, why would I come up to you and talk to you after I've proven after I've proven yourself to be distrustful? Uh, Shanae responds with, you're fake, you're two-faced. Why are you concerned with me? Be concerned with yourself. Which is a great combination, a great sentence to share to someone when your main concern is them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Gabby goes ahead and uh, gets the group date rose because Gabby was by far the biggest winner here today. I think it was hilarious the way that she bit the rose. How weird she was when she took the rose. Yeah, that was I was funny. like, okay, that is pretty funny. I kind of saw a snapshot of that. It's like she's weird, and I like it. So, again, Sinead loses her mind. She's like, "What? What? I did all that. I did all this work. Uh, I just love seeing her getting taken down." But 
So yeah, so that that's the group date though. Everyone hates Shanae and Shanae's convinced that she's going to get him and I am ready to see her demise very fast. Well, Clayton lets us know that tomorrow, not when everyone's already there, but tomorrow he's going to address the situation. Right, see, that's what I don't understand. It's fresh. You have a bunch of girls right there with you. He, like, he's being puppeted just, right now. Yeah. He's being puppeted. He's, he's being puppeted to draw this out. Also, he's too nice. Yeah, he might be puppeted by it by producers, but I also think he's too nice. But yeah, he could have just been like, "No, we're gonna deal with this right now." And then this is how we end the episode, and then we now have to wait six more days to see what becomes of Shanae and Elizabeth. Will Shanae get away with it? Will Shanae stick around with Elizabeth? Stick around. Will Lindsay continue to make random appearances to defend herself even though she's done nothing on or off camera? Right. Because in, in my mind, Lindsay just got there. Exactly. Like, when that girl walked out and was like, do you guys think I bullied Shanae? I wanted to be like, first of all, hello. <laughs> I, I'm so-and-so, you know, whatever a girl's name is there. Who are you? <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not really sure that I know who you are. <laughs> like, I, oh gosh. Yeah, she's only said like four words on camera and all of a sudden she's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you can bully someone when you just arrive at a place. Right, you were just like, you were you were just made into existence, actually. <laughs> They're like, Cassidy's right. gone, we need another blonde chick on the show, get her out there. Gosh. But yeah, we'll see. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm tired of her loopy energy. <laughs> and one are gone. I yeah, that's fair. I just I'm trying to figure out if I can think of a villain to compare her to. It's not Nick Vile because Nick Vile was a different. He was a different breed of villain. Um, like. I don't think there's anyone that I can really think of because she's just straight up lying to Clayton's face. Yeah. That's that's what's weird. And she's lying about dumb stuff. She's lying, like you said, at best about a middle person. Yeah. It, this is about a person who clearly, like, you've already, like, chopped her off at one knee. Okay? She's <laughs> hobbling around. She's, like, existing in this, in this competition, <laughs> as she has said. But... She ain't gonna make it. And then you're like, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go in on this. Like she just hates Elizabeth and it's weird. It's really and weird. It's, it feels too like weirdly personal. Yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But uh so you shared earlier that you don't have enough for a final four at the moment. Mm -hmm. You don't have enough information. Okay. I will give my first final four prediction. Okay. The final four will be Sarah, Susie, Teddy, and either Rachel or Serene. Okay, are you ranking them in order of what you think? No, the, the first three at the moment are locks, in my okay. opinion. I believe Susie, Sarah, and Teddy are locks. Okay. And then we are fighting for the fourth seed between at the moment between Serene and and Sarah, it was Serene and uh, 
What did I just say? I don't know. I told you, like, I don't remember their names. You say names, and it's literally like... <laughs> I think what I need you to do this week is put in a semblance of effort with Nick Vile's <laughs> list. <laughs> I, I, I want you, you know by... this. You know this. I don't start to match names with faces until they start to really matter. What I want you to do is I want you by next Monday at 6 p.m. to be able to do flashcards where I flip up the I flip up the lady and you just spit out her name. It'll happen. It'll happen at next Monday at 9 p.m. I will be able to if you gave me flashcards then. Look, I'm it's not asking you. It's always like this. It's always like this. There's like like I told you with with Michelle's men. I didn't know who any of those men were. Until like week five. <laughs> but like, I think the problem that I'm having with this is that you're not <laughs> able to distinguish between a nobody and a somebody. <laughs> like Mar- Marlene, Sierra, very nice ladies don't mean anything. Wait, Marlene, Marlene is the girl who said... She was talking about being a woman of color, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, I got that by the skin of my teeth. I like that. I that was by the grace of God that I got that. Okay. Now, who else? Sarah. Sierra. Sierra. Don't know her yet. <laughs> Sierra was the girl in the green dress in the picture above this one. Oh, the girl who was ratting out Cassidy. Okay. See, yeah. that's how I know them. I know them by the things that they do. I don't know them by their Christian names. Okay. You so know don't them come by for a me. Loose description. <laughs> don't come for me not putting in effort. I just know the, them by their actions. The aforementioned or their lack thereof. The aforementioned Lindsay does not matter whatsoever. Exactly. See, that's how I know her. I know her because she's nobody. Literally nobody. So nobody showed up and said, Do you think I'm a bully? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got. All right. Uh, so by 9 p.m. next Monday, then I would be like, okay, now I'm ready for a pop quiz. 6 p.m. next Monday? Uh-uh. You're asking too much for me. I, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I just learned who Sarah was. I mean, I knew who she was, but I didn't know who she was. So. So, uh, we that is all for us this week. You can find us on Twitter at podcast at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for That Reasons. You can follow us on TikTok at Right underscore Reasons underscore Pod. I'm going to do my best this week to see if I can figure out how to make all of them the same. So I can just say you follow us um, this on all platforms instead of making them all different. It's really frustrating for me. And I think it makes it harder for you to find us, which is not the point. Uh, you can follow us on, support us on Patreon. Please, four bucks a month. Uh, Patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. We don't do this part enough, but we should ask you every week. Please rate and review. Yeah. Rate, and rate re- review, subscribe. Also, like engage with us in, engage with us in the comments. Because I love when you guys make comments on our Instagram page. It's super fun. And you guys throw a lot of shade. 
at people when you're really into it and I love it I try to go by and like like people's stuff and then sometimes I'm like Ooh, that's a little harsh though so I don't know if we can attach our name to that comment but thanks for leaving that comment <laughs> we're not gonna like it but we are gonna it. appreciate it from a distance <laughs> yeah uh, but so yeah. I'm like, Ooh, I see that I see that but I don't know if I can give you a heart because yeah <laughs> yeah rate review and subscribe everybody uh it helps the exposure of the show if you rate and give if you give us not only an, a five out of five stars ratings, but also review. Tell us just tell us what you think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, we're not going to change anything probably because <laughs> we don't do change well. But we would like to know whether you like us or not. That's and Spotify has made it like really easy. You can literally just boop, make that rating and that's it. Like, yes. you can just give that star rating. You don't have to, like, type in anything. You don't have to say anything. You can just give those star ratings. So. Yeah, so that would that makes it super easy for you guys. So, yeah, if you could do that this week, we would really appreciate it. Any rates and reviews are greatly appreciated. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friend about us. If you have a friend that watches a show, even vaguely, be like, hey. This is a great episode. This is a great podcast. You should listen to it. If you have a friend that has walked by a TV while The Bachelor has been on and they have some comments, yeah, just tell them, come and watch us or to to, to listen to us. Absolutely. Just like, I have no idea what they're talking about at all, but I happen to be breezing on by. And uh, yeah. Uh, just to give everybody an update, we are six episodes away from 100 episodes. And we're just, we're just under, we're just over 250 lessons left till we hit 5,000 lessons. We should do something big for our 100th episode. Oh, we could try to do that. Definitely. Let's try to do that. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That is a huge deal. We need, like, we need to, we need to promote the heck out of that. 100. 100 episodes. That's pretty exciting. That's six episodes until that. So probably... Probably near the end of the season. Yeah. I would think. Because there's what? This was episode three. There's usually mm -hmm. like 10 or 11 in a, in a season. Yeah. I just prepare myself that this is going to go on for a while. The Olympics are coming up too. Which, do you care about that? I love them. The, I, I don't love the Winter Olympics, but it's also on a different channel. So whatever. But The Olympics... The winter, I love the Winter Olympics for one reason and one reason alone. Curling. Curling. <laughs> love curling. Look, if y'all don't I understand remember curling. remember a few years ago, you telling me about this curling craze. And I was like, seriously? Yeah, curling's great. I think it's the closest I could ever be becoming an Olympic athlete. Because the curling, the current, the 20, I guess the 2018 curling team had a guy that looked like Mario from Mario and Luigi on it. Just a slightly chubby guy with a mustache. I'm just like, I could be a slightly chubby guy with a mustache. You're like, if that guy can do it and he's in the Olympics, then all right. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Yes, I do remember when your curling obsession kicked in, though, because I still, I didn't understand it then, and I still don't to this day, but I look forward to hearing all about it. It's wildly that's not i was gonna say wildly entertaining and it's not but it's it is fascinating to watch from a uh 
I don't understand how this is really working situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, really quick before we go. On news and note, Riley and Marissa did confirm that they are broken up. I saw that. That was, uh, that was really sad. Another quick news and note. So thank you for pointing that out. Uh, Tasha, I guess she's just not part of anything anymore. She's no longer she's no longer part of clickbait and she's no longer part oh. of Bachelor Happy Hour. I did see that. I did see that she had dropped her clickbait. I didn't see I thought she dropped clickbait to be on the Bachelor Happy Hour. She is no longer affiliated with either. Really? Interesting. What's going on with Tasha? What's what's she? Yeah, I just see here Tasha Adams exits Bachelor Nation podcast, clickbait. As Tia Booth steps into co-host, this is five days ago, but she already she had exited that that podcast about a month ago. I noticed. Um, well, that's weird because her Twitter says that she is part of podcast host Bachelor of Bachelor Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that's what that's what um, I had seen. But Bachelor Happy Hour, it rotates because at one point I thought that I thought that Tia was going to be the co-host. Um, her name was up there. Then she hopped over to clickbait. Um, yeah, Bachelor Happy Hour now just says join Becca and your favorite Bachelor ABC faves every Tuesday. But Tasha's yeah. name was up there for a bit. Uh, so, so Serena was on the episode that that came out today. Serena was on today. It looks like, and then she was also on it on January eighteenth, and then January eleventh, she was also on it. So maybe they just do like a couple episodes. I don't know. On January, she's also on the fourth. Wait, you're talking about Tasha? No, Serena was on. Oh. Serena has been on since the 4th. On December 22nd, Michelle and Nate were on. And the last time Tasha seems to have been on was December 15th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last time I saw Tasha on, she looked really sad. Like, she was looking real sad. Um, you could tell she was not having a good time, even though they were talking to somebody from Michelle's season, you could just tell she was like checked out. So, um, I don't know, but, but yeah, it looks like right now Tia is officially the co-host of clickbait. Now they announced that recently and wish Tasha the best. So I don't That's, know. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't. There seems doesn't seem to be a lot of information on what Mm-mm. what happened or why. Yeah, because I see. I had noticed it. I had noticed it with clickbait that she was gone and that they had removed her name. Um, but I didn't know. I thought she left for Bachelor Happy Hour. So, hmm. well, I guess we'll see. We'll see. 
In, in this Us Magazine article, uh, Caitlin commented that uh, Tasha had was upset and having bad anxiety backstage at tapings. So maybe, maybe she just doesn't enjoy doing this as much as she thought she would. Or it just might be like a lot of the stuff that's going on in her life, the breakup and everything. Like maybe it's that. Yeah. um, Because her relationship is directly related to this franchise. True. You know, like it is the reason that she had the relationship. She breaks up with him. It directly impacts the franchise because it shows whether or not the franchise, the process, like they always say, if it works or not, like, it's not just like they have these jobs with the franchise. It's like their relationships are also the franchise is weirdly dependent on how successful their relationships are. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. So maybe, maybe it's really hard to keep the two balanced. I know I couldn't do it. Uh, so she is still listed as the co-host of the happy hour on Twitter, but not on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's very interesting. Okay, but so yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really know what's going on with that, but we'll just have to see if she continues to be a part of anything. Yeah. As far mm-hmm. as I know, that's really all I have. You? All I got. Oh. R.I.P. Riley and Marissa. On to yeah. the next one. That was a sad one. We still have uh, two couples left. And it was oddly yeah. enough that those two couples were seen together not that long ago. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and they might be going to Hawaii together. So I think that those two, as much as I liked Riley and Marissa, their connection really did seem to be sexually charged. Yeah, they were very passionate. I don't know if it was sustainable. Which is why I always thought that Joe and Serena had the better chance, because Mm -hmm. they just seemed very normal whatever about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like... It wasn't constant magnetism. It was just like, okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna do what we're yeah. doing here somewhere else. And given who, um, I will always call him Grocery Joe, but given who Grocery Joe is, you know, he's very like, like he said, he wouldn't have asked her to marry him if he didn't think that this is it. And yeah. he's like, all right, this is it. So he's very, he's a very normal person. She seems to be a normal woman. (laughs) I think that she knew who she was getting into with. Um, I think he just seems like he knows exactly what he wants and he knows exactly who he is. And so it's like, this is, this is it. So, um, yeah. Oh gosh. But if it doesn't work out with him, I will go for him and his DMs so hard. (laughs) He was updated on that. shamelessly admit that if that relationship does not work out, I will be like, Brennan, peace out. I'm moving to Chicago or, or no, I'd be like, listen, Brennan, I'm moving to Chicago. I'm still hosting this podcast. I'm also marrying grocery store Joe. I'll be okay with that. That seemed, I feel like that would be, that'd be good for the, good I would for straight the up have an in. Yeah, yeah, I would have an in, but it wouldn't be like I used him for it. It would just be once again, a result of the franchise and the process. So Absolutely. I'm manifesting this right now. Absolutely. I'm I'm in. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Ernie, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.